Welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about the Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and craft beer. My name is Asif Lakani, and our birthday boy, my co-host is... Nabil Lalani. Happy birthday, Nabil. How's it going? Uh, Pretty good, pretty good. How you doing, man? Good. So thank you all for listening. We've made it to 13 months of the podcast, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about Falcons, Bucks, Bears... Who do they play? Who do they play? Giants? They play the Giants. Yeah. yeah. They're going to yeah. play the Lions. There, yeah. I know they're playing the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, and then the Falcons are also playing the Saints on Thanksgiving Day. And we've got some good beer here from L.A., which Nabil will talk about in a second once he's done pouring. Um, but, yeah, we got two Thursday games on tap. We're reviewing two Sunday games. we got some beers being poured right now. And it's also your birthday, Nabil. Happy that birthday. It is. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you finally look like you're of age. Now that the beard has grown back a little bit. Yeah. Not a child anymore. Not a child. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we did get some beer when I was out in LA um, when I shaved said beard. Uh, we have some Monkish. Uh, this is out in LA. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have we had this on the show before with Austin? We have. I think we. I think he did get some Monkish from us. I don't think it was an IPA, but I think next, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It was a while ago. We'll have to ask him. Uh, but we're drinking Symbols and Folklore. It's a triple IPA. Mm. That's excellent. V- very tasty. Very hazy. Yep. The, juicy. Uh, juicy. That it's the aroma is awesome. Like you can smell. Smells great in here Super right now. Super fresh. Yeah. yeah. And you said that when you were at the brewery, they released this on the day that you were there. Is that yeah, right? I mean, it was a surprise of all surprise. We just walked over there, and there was a line. We're like, why is there a line? And mm. then. They released this, these cans. It were was you awesome. able to talk to anybody over there? Yeah, talked to a lot of people. Met a lot of people. Met a lot of Bears fans over there. Actually, uh, a lot of Bears beer heads over there. So, uh, a lot of good stuff. Highly recommend this brewery. They have a. They're not ju- their IPAs are what's recommended to get over there. But they had a coffee stout, which was actually one of the better coffee stouts I've had in a while. Really enjoyed it. It was an easy drinking coffee stout. They had, they had a really funky farmhouse beer. It's really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, they're definitely known in the brewery scene as oh yeah, like definitely, one, of definitely. The, one of the leaders. And uh, so this one specifically has a bunch of different hops. It has Citra, Motevic. Can't read it all. Can't read my handwriting. That really smart of me. Sim- Simcoe and Raku. I'm probably butchering all those. You know, if, speaking of the Bill's handwriting, there was a time last episode, there may be two episodes ago, where he, he wrote something down for me on a sheet of paper, and he flashed it to me across the table, and I was like, dude, I don't know what you're – Ask, trying to get me to say or read. So I just said it myself. Yeah. <laughs> I said, screw it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it live. Do it, live. Uh, it, was a, it was actually about the Rams game when he got back. But uh, real quick, before we move on to the games, I just want to say that these beers, are we have two different cans of this, and or two cans of this, but mm-hmm. they're different can art. Yeah. I think it's the same beer. It's just different colors on the can art, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So but, yeah, we've got cool. purple hops in the teal logo and then we've got gold hops and the silver logo kind of looks like lakers stuff right here which i'm totally Maybe. down with i mean they are in la yeah oh and they did have a really really badass hat over there it was um it was like a black and gold and a black and purple hat with a purple hop interesting yeah I, their uh their gear is pretty awesome so check out monkish let them we let them know we sent you and yeah highly recommend it oh yeah and you can find photos of this and every beer that we drink on bears birds and brews on Instagram and Twitter, and we're going to keep drinking this, but we're also going to talk about some football. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So the Bears are still alive. Are they? Still alive in the playoffs, 2% chance. So, you know, tell me there's a chance. Uh, we did beat the Giants 
barely, but we did beat the Giants. And um, Mitch played meh. I, yeah. I, I think that's the best way to describe him. He had a couple of good drives, a couple of good passes, a lot of a couple of. He had one awesome sixty-yard pass to Allen Robinson that actually got called back on a phantom hand to the face, which mm. is what it is. Um, but that was that may have been the best play of the game, but called back, so it didn't actually happen. But I, you know, we realized what we already knew about Mitch. He's best in the no huddle. He's best in hurry up offense. He's best when he doesn't have to think about what he has to do, which isn't what you actually want in a quarterback. But it's what we have in a quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's kind of what I want. I want I want to see more hurry up. I want to see Mitch get the ball out of his hands quick. Uh, I want to see some more of the run game. I know that Mitch can't run the four minute offense because there was four minutes left in the game. We were trying to run it out and we couldn't. Mm-hmm. So that that's so is that on him or is that on the running game? It it's it's all encompassing. It's on him. It's on the running game. It's on the coach. You know, okay. I mean, hey, if you can't run the four minute offense, just run the two minute offense and get twice. get a score. Right. N- not twice. I mean, uh, you, the two minute offense is gonna get you down the field quicker. That's true. Four minute offense gets you down the field slower. So yeah. Um, See, clearly, I'm terrible at math. <laughs> but yeah, Mitch had a lot of cool, st- a lot of good stuff, a lot of bad. I'm more impressed by the defense. The defense is back. Mac is showing like his old self again. Um, excited to see what he does against the Lions this week. Uh, I'm just going to go on forward to the Bears-Lions game because there wasn't that much that happened in the um, Bears-Giants game. Well, I mean, we slowed down We slowed down Barkley. Uh, Danny Dimes looked like a rookie quarterback. The I mean, what are the Bears playing for right now? You think still playoffs now that there's this 2 We're still chance? alive. We're still alive. So playoffs. But I'm, I want to play spoiler. Right. right now, my number one goal is to make sure the Packers don't win the division. And the Packers look beatable. They do not look like a good team. Right. Um, but speaking of division, so now you guys have a division game on Thursday night, Thanksgiving. Yep. Well, Thursday day. Yeah. yeah. First, first game. First game, right at noon. So how do you – well, yeah, I'll let you take a sip of your beer while I ask you this question. What are your thoughts going into the game? I mean, we should destroy them. I mean, the Giants are a bad defense. The Lions are a bad defense. We need to put up more than 20 points on both of them. And you played less than 14 days ago. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Interesting. And Stafford's not going to be playing this time. Stafford's not playing. And um, Driscoll's not playing. We're going to be playing some guy from Purdue named Blah, I think. I think his actual name is like Blah. Man. B-L-O-U-G-H. I believe how it's spelled. You would think maybe Colin Kaepernick would have a jab right now if he didn't pull this publicity stunt. Uh, well, even if he didn't, you can't get a quarterback ready in four days. That's true. That's also true. But I would just think, like, I'm sure the Lions would like to have somebody. I mean, I mean the Lions tried to sign a quarterback off the off of an XFL roster and got blocked by the XFL. That's crazy. So, it, Kaepernick may have came up, but a Wait. guy who hasn't played football in three years, you're not going to bring in in four days and have him play. No, of course not. Of course not. Anyway, so... You're looking to blow them out. I want to put up 30 points okay, on offense without any defensive scoring. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to get a defensive touchdown this week because you're playing a third-string quarterback. Yeah. If we don't get a defensive touchdown, I'll be very disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking for 30 points on offense. Okay. Um, you know, we're playing against a third-string quarterback. Mac should have at least two t- two sacks, maybe a, maybe a strip sack or whatever. But I want to see more hurry-up offense. I want to see Mitch just get the ball out get the ball to receivers a uh, couple of things taylor gabriel will mo- most likely not play we will most likely be without ben broniker the guy who dropped the should have been uh 29 yard touchdown we may though see the um first appearance of riley ridley 
uh, one UGA wide receiver. Yeah, brother of Calvin. Brother of Calvin, yep. Um, so I am excited to see what happens with that. And, yeah, I, I just want to see the Lions get destroyed. Okay. It would be a good way to start off Thanksgiving. Hell, yeah. And then I know you have a Thanksgiving tradition, right? You just yeah. want to tell people what's yeah, going on. Yeah, so um, every day before – every year before Thanksgiving, I go to my uncle's house, and we make turkey throughout the night. And then the next day, we invite our own family over, friends over, and we kill about three turkeys. It's mm-hmm. – um, I might. I think I might actually be in the neighborhood, uh, you know. So on Wednesday night, y'all can hit me up because I okay. might be home. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a holler. Yeah, let me know. Um, dope. Okay, and then so are we gonna go? We're gonna go to the more disappointing thing that happened this week was how the hell did Atlanta lose to Tampa? Man. Okay. So one, I would say what I've always said, or at least what's been the theme of this season, but has been the theme of a lot of seasons. Uh, safety on that. That sounded like a fart. But no, that was uh, my mic, mic condom. Is that what it's called? Uh, is it a mic condom? Yeah, it might be. We're just yeah. It's your birthday, dude. It's yeah. whatever you it's want. A, it, to it was the mic condom hitting up against the mic. And if this was a fart, that'd be a podcast. <laughs> I've Continue. been I've been wanting to say that for a long time. Anyway, okay. So the Falcons. I mean, all that stuff is a lot more entertaining than the Falcons game was. But essentially, I was at the game on Sunday. Oh yeah, how was that? So it was cool. Um, ended up. Scoring some free tickets. Shout out uh, my buddy Faraz Jamal. Uh, yeah, he uh, he has season tickets. Wasn't able to get them sold, so he hooked me up. So I appreciate it. Uh, we had a good time at the game. I went with somebody. We had a good time at the game. The one thing is, like, it was a nice day in Atlanta on Sunday, but the roof still wasn't open at the stadium. It almost defeats the purpose of having a retractable roof if you're not going to use it on, like, even like a mildly nice day. That's how bad the game must have been that Asif's talking about the damn roof. I know. Well, so what I saw in the field was worse, actually, because <laughs> what I saw in the field is it didn't look like that the Falcons cared at all. Like, there's no effort, no energy, no heart from that team on the field so after they gave up, what, a third touchdown? Like, the they gave up a touchdown going into halftime to the Bucks. The Bucks come back out in the second half and score a touchdown on the opening drive. And after that, you just kind of felt like the Falcons, like the players, didn't care. Uh, I, you can't ask the fans to get into it at that point because nah. you're not doing anything there. And then my original point that I was trying to make was that mobile quarterbacks give Atlanta trouble, right? Like I, I mean, Jameis isn't very mobile. No, he's not. He's not. But in terms of— He can extend a play, but he's not that mobile. Right. I mean, he's no Lamar Jackson, of course. But what I'm saying is uh, the fact that he has this ability— to do that, like like Deshaun Watson did earlier this year too, right? You're not putting a spy on the quarterback. You're just letting him yeah. run free. And he's not a pure pocket passer though. So, like, why don't you have a spy on the quarterback? The Falcons didn't do that. Damus Winston hit the same play down the seam, like wide open down the seam one time for a touchdown, I'm pretty sure, because it was right in front of my own eyes. But there was like multiple times, like literally down the seam where he just throws and nobody's there. Chris Godwin had a great game. He's a great I, receiver. I, I don't know who is a better receiver on that team, Chris Godwin or Mike. I think it's Godwin. I mean, right now, Godwin's yeah. having a better season yeah. for sure. Um, and, and in terms of Jameis Winston, um, Jameis Winston is not a pocket quarterback, but he's not a outside quarterback. I don't know what the hell Jameis Winston is. Whatever he was in at Florida State did not transfer. He, I think he may – 
I think it's either him or Mitch who is the worst quarter starting quarterback in the league right now, I think. Well, okay, so actually, believe it or not, man, I just pulled these stats up, and we kind of wish Nather was here, so I wouldn't have to go back and do this if I could find it real quick. Damn it, Nather. But Jameis Winston has a streak going on. What, like turnover streak? No, although <laughs> he did throw two interceptions, which you would think would in- ignite the Falcons' defense and the offense, which it did for like two plays because they got two interceptions. And then after I mean, Jameis throwing a pick, is in, it's going to happen. It's okay, inedible. so here's – Jameis Winston has 300-plus passing yards in six consecutive games, okay. believe it or not. So, I mean, I mean, I he's not doing it. great. He's not doing great, but 300-plus yards in six consecutive games is not bad, dude. I mean, I don't know. I, I need the context. Like, is he coming back? Are they all comeback games? How many games did they win of those? Uh, so, I would have to – I mean, they're four and seven right now, so probably yeah. not many. Yeah. But one of those games, I'm sure, had to be against the Seahawks, which they took Seattle into overtime. Yeah. So, they are competing. Yeah, they're comp- – Right? <sighs> and, and again, we thought Atlanta was going to win. Oh, I thought Atlanta should have destroyed the Bucks. Right? And look at where we – I mean, Jameis Winston, too, historically, I did see this earlier – historically has like some of his better games against Atlanta. So it is one of those things where So do you think it was because the Falcons defense is gimmicky? Like they're running a gimmick defense? I think so. And again, I think it's because when you play a certain type of quarterback, Kyle Allen, Drew Brees, you know that they're gonna be contained in the pocket. Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett, Jameis Winston, guys that can if not beat you with their legs, but at least extend okay, the plays. So I'm just gonna get rid of this false narrative. Jameis Winston is not mobile. He is he is slow. Okay, he's not mobile, that's fine. But he, he can slow. extend plays. You said it, it yourself. Yeah, he's ish, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So guys that have even that much ability to do that have always given Atlanta trouble, right? But Kyle Allen and Drew Brees can't do that. That's why the Falcons' gimmick defense, quote-unquote, worked in those games. But now when you're playing a quarterback that has at least another dimension to his game, even if it's a small percentage of it, I mean, come on. But also, it wasn't. It was the Falcons' defense. Again, you gave up a touchdown going into halftime. They received the ball in the second half, and you give up another touchdown to Tampa. So that's on the defense, right? But the offense was a big problem. Yeah, Julio, what happened to Matt Ryan? Yeah, Julio Jones, still no touchdowns. What happened to Matt Ryan is six sacks in the Shaq game. Shaq Barrett? How many did Shaq Barrett get? Uh, I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, so Matt Ryan got sacked six times, hurried 13 times. The run pass... Uh, differential or balance in play calling between the Falcons was 55 pass plays to about 18 to 20 running plays. And two of those running plays were to Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan. So really, you threw the ball 50 times and you passed it and you ran it 17 times. I don't care who you are. That's not going to win in this league. There was tons of times where I'm sitting there watching the game from my seat and I'm like, why are they throwing the ball on second and long, third and short? It made no sense why they were throwing the ball. And then you talk about Matt Ryan. People get mad at me on this podcast for criticizing Matt Ryan. He's sacked six times, hurried 13 times in a the game. There's two passes to Calvin Ridley that Calvin Ridley caught. He just had to go out of bounds to catch them. You're a professional. You're paid $100 million a year. right? You're supposedly one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Be precise. He's not even precise. I mean, he can barely put the ball in the numbers. And he's, some of these guys he's throwing to is like Luke Stocker when you have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley on the field. Like, I'll, come on, man. I'll, what's going on? I'll take Matt Ryan. You can take – I mean, I'm happy to have Matt Ryan, but I'm telling you it's frustrating to watch him yeah, play because no. you even said so yourself. What happened to Matt Ryan? Yeah. No, so, what did happen? Yeah. 
Well, go ahead um, and with your stat then. So what I was saying was that uh, Shaq Barrett had one sack, but he did have five quarterback hits. So that's that's where that comes into play. And Matt Ryan had two turnovers in the game. Yeah. He had an interception to Calvin Ridley, which was inexcusable. And then he gave up a, a, a I don't even know if you call it a strip sack, but he fumbled yeah. for a touchdown late in the game. At that point, the game was over, but like, come on. And then um, then Matt Schaub came in. And, and it was shop time. And threw a touchdown. The future is the past. I know, right? <laughs> and also, another thing I got to call about the Falcons is Dan Quinn. Why are we kicking field goals when you're down 15? <laughs> What's the point of kicking a field goal and then uh, not going for an onside that, kick? That, that was my favorite thing. Dan Quinn took a two-score game and kicked a field goal to keep it a two-score two game. <laughs> and, and then did not go for an onside kick afterward either. Uh. It is the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. We're playing for the draft. Before I go into the draft. I don't think you guys are playing for the draft. I don't know what you guys are playing well, for. Well, so there's some interesting stuff about the draft. But before we do that, uh, the Falcons also play on Thanksgiving night. That they do. It's it's turning into a Thanksgiving tradition every year, isn't it? Every year. Well, I feel like for the it's past... the last two years okay. that they've played the Saints. Yeah. Uh, I kind of hope it doesn't happen again. I, I like it. I mean, I'm, I, I like I'm the all consistency. For, I'm all for rivalry games on Thanksgiving night. I think it's great. But you also got the consistency of the Lions and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. So like I, think- I mean, the Bears and Lions have been a recent thing, too. They, they, I think they started it three years ago, and they're keeping it consistent. So I, I, I and like the that. Bears are historic enough yeah. to the point where they belong in that mix, yeah. right? But I think, like, sometimes you got to – like, if you had the Chiefs and the Ravens played earlier this year, but if that game was scheduled for Thanksgiving night, holy cow, right? Anyway. I mean, I, I would actually not rather that not that be Thanksgiving night because I want that on my Sunday. Or whatever. Don't mess with my Sundays. But, yeah, regardless, so, keep going. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, so the Falcons play the Saints. They host the Saints at home on Thursday night. Um, honestly, I think the only thing I can say or expect is I want Atlanta to play like they did against New Orleans like two weeks ago uh, when they uh, got six sacks. I'm hoping to, yeah. Uh, it would be nice to see that. You know, Matt Chernoff on 680 The Fan, I was listening to this yesterday, he said – the only thing you can say about the Falcons is you don't know what to expect from them. And for a professional sports team, that's like the worst compliment. Expect or, the unexpected. Right. Yeah. That's like the worst comment you can make about a professional sports team because you're a professional. <laughs> you, know, you have a job to do. They're not doing it. I don't know what to expect from Atlanta on Thursday. To my, in, to my eye test, when I was at the game on Sunday, it looked to me like they were more focused on Thursday's game than they were Sunday's game, which is partially why they got beat so bad. Maybe. Um, I fully believe that that's the case. They also showed no life on Sunday. So I don't know what's going on. But I would say the only thing I can hope for in Thursday's game is I hope Atlanta shows up. That's it. Because that's all I can ask for. Because right now I don't even know if they're going to show up, honestly. So I'm about to pull a 180 with this question. Because last week I was saying the exact opposite. If the Falcons get blown out, does Dan Quinn get fired? On Thursday, if I on mean, if on Thursday the Falcons get blown out, let's say the final score is thirty. You know what? Just for fun, let's say the final score is twenty-eight to three. Okay, I don't think that that would be the case. <laughs> but if it is, let's say it's twenty-eight to three for the ultimate, you know, slap in the face. Yep. Um, I mean, at this point, I don't see why you would fire Dan Quinn if you didn't fire him before the bye week which we've talked about, if you didn't fire him. Yeah. Honestly, I don't see why you fired Dan Quinn at this point if you didn't fire him after the Super Bowl. Right. Frankly, if we're going to be honest with you. Okay. Right? I don't agree with that, but keep going. But the point is, is if he's going to be fired now, he should have been fired a long time ago. True. Long, long time True. ago. I mean, at this point, after this game on Thursday, you've got four games left. 
Just let him just let him ride it be? out, man. Because be? at this point, so now that's a great segue into the draft component of it. And I'll draft, tell you right now, draft. real quick. Um the top the Falcons are in the top six for the draft. Mm-hmm. Okay. So number one in the order, the draft or this is from the Falcoholic. So this Falcoholic, is good friend. And yeah. I owe him beer actually. I so listened shit. to Falcoholic, the editor, talk to Thomas Mott from ninety two nine on my way home yesterday. Sick. So that was a great conversation. And yes, I would love to follow up with the Falcoholic. We'll do that. Anyway, okay, top six draft order right now after week twelve. There we go. Bengals, go. Giants, Dolphins, Redskins, Browns, Falcons. Okay. okay? So now Browns. Yeah. Believe it or not, the Browns. Oh were... no, Broncos, sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what what That's are you talking me. about, Willis? Hey, this this uh monkish is ten point ten percent. Ten point one, yeah. 10. Keep going, 1. keep going. Okay. It's actually very citrusy as well. I wanted yeah. to throw that in somewhere. There you go. Uh, so, but the Bengals still play the Dolphins, and the Giants still play the Dolphins and the Redskins. So, like the Falcoholic said, you're going to have a few more wins pushing into that top six, and then you also know that the Bengals and the Dolphins at least are looking for a quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Tua getting hurt kind of throws a lot of things right, in, in right. complicated. But I think Joe Burrow should be a top pick um, from LSU especially depending on how the playoffs go. We'll see. But so what I'm saying is the Falcons are right outside the top six right now. Mm-hmm. They don't have a very winnable schedule. Maybe Jacksonville might be the only game they win for the rest of the year. Honestly. Okay. Or Tampa to redeem themselves at home in okay. one of the final games of the season. They're not so, beating the Saints. They're not beating the 49ers. Are, are you selling me on a Chase Young yes. to Atlanta thing? Absolutely. Um, you would have to lose out. But what tells record right now? You guys are four wins? Three. Three wins. Hey, like, can I see that paper with the order right now? Yeah, it's like three and eight. And then keep in mind, two or three of these top four teams are playing each other. Still. So, uh, one, the Bengals are going to lose out. Probably, yeah. I don't see the Giants winning again. The Dolphins will probably get another win. But yeah, remember one thing about the Dolphins. They have so many first-round picks that I see them trading up. Right, but, in the, but you also got to remember the Dolphins and the Giants still play each other. Okay. So that's going to complicate things. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals are probably going to lose out, but what do the Bengals need? Oh, they're going to get a quarterback. Yeah. Although um, for them to get Chase Young would be pretty fascinating because Ohio State yeah, no, 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 Cincinnati. Uh, uh, Bengals are actually a quarter a quarterback away from being a pretty decent team. I'm not going to lie. No, I don't disagree um, with you. And A.J. Green will probably come back, hopefully. I think he's, I think he's on his way out. But, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, I would love to see Chase Young in Atlanta. You guys got to lose out, though. And I don't see you guys losing out. Well, like I said, I think the Falcons only have two winnable games left. And that's Jacksonville and maybe Tampa. I can also see you guys upsetting Carolina. I can see that happening. Maybe. But then again, we already beat Carolina once Mm -hmm. really bad. That's what I'm saying. I can see that happening. (laughs) So, okay. So, I mean, even if the Falcons end the season with six wins, yeah. Now you're looking outside of the Chase Young If you guys get one more win, you're out of Chase Young. Yeah, you're but again, now. again, just keep in mind that the Bengals still play the Dolphins and the Giants still play the Redskins and the Dolphins too. And, and just to stay on topic, uh, Bengals-wise, they did uh, bring Andy Dalton back as a starter. So Andy Dalton is back. So I don't know what's going on over there, it's man. It's Dalton, baby. Um, so uh, before we move on, Asif, I know that you went somewhere else after the Falcons game, didn't you? Like, where, where did you go? Hell yeah. So uh, I'm going to throw you a quick curveball. I went to Boogaloo. Which is this the electric lounge. boogaloo? Yeah, something like that. Uh, wait, a what lounge? Uh, it's a it's like a lounge hookah lounge type of spot. That okay. That, it's that, on Ponce. That's not for me. Right next to Torch Top. The reason I wanted to mention boogaloo because Young Thug mentions it in the song. That's my hero right now. Pretty sure he say he had six kids before twenty one because he knew he was gonna be a millionaire. 
So that's, that's my, great financial planning. That's my hero. But then, you know, what's also great financial planning is this beer you just opened from Torch Tap right next to Boogaloo, which I did go to on Sunday. They have good food at Torch Tap, great wings, great burger and beer special. That pour sounds excellent. This pint that Nabil just opened is the Lacuna from Torch Top. It's a kettle sour with mango, apricot, and peach. Say um, that again. It's the Lacuna. It's with a, apricot or apricot? Apricot. Apricot? Apricot. apricot. Yeah, I don't know. It's your birthday, man. Whatever apricot, you want. Apricot. All right. So it's a kettle sour with mango, apricot, and peach. It's Lacuna. The, when I see this, I think Lacuna. <laughs> Shout out to the Braves. Right, I had to throw that in there. Also, this 16-ounce can was the last one left in the fridge on Sunday uh, evening when I went to Torch Top after the Falcons game, and it's three and a half dollars. So, so it's three fifty for you unmathed people. Yeah, which is me. So that's three fifty for this pint of beer that you guys got to drink. Um, or you guys beat me to it. But shout out Torch Top. I met Jordan <laughs> the. The I met Jordan, the bartender over there. He hooked me up with uh, one of their IPAs, a s'more stout that they have. He let me try some other stuff. S'more what? Uh, s'more stout. I haven't had any yet. S'more what? Uh, s'more of, yeah. What? I'm so disappointed. Neither, well, neither has to give us a review on Sandlot. He does because he watched it apparently. Yeah, finally. Yeah. We, we got to get the review. All right, so we're at 25 minutes in. What do you think about this beer in the bill? I really like it. Yeah. Um, Happy birthday, man. I'm, oh, thank I you. I want to get you something. Thank something. you. Thank you. I would like that s'more, but this is awesome. Yeah, this is like I said, this is the last can left in the fridge on Sunday. It's, um, if I may quote Benjamin Button, it's kismet. A lot of people didn't get that joke. Maybe only person that got it was me, but I'm still laughing. Uh, this sounds like a Hindi word, too. But it is know. a Hindi word, but yeah. she said it, kismet. She said it weird because it's anyway. Kismuth. Okay, yeah, so, there we go. Um, so these predictions. Uh, before that, these. I just wanted to do a quick on this day because something very awesome happened on this day a few years ago. On this day in 2015, the Chicago Bears went up to Green Bay and beat the Green Bay Packers on Thanksgiving on Brett Favre's retirement day. And um, everyone bashes on Cutler, but Cutler had an amazing game. So, on this day, the Bears did beat the Packers on Brett Favre Day. Just wanted to remind everyone that that did happen. There you go. No, I saw you post that on Twitter. That was pretty awesome. It was one of my favorite Bears games of all time. Um, I don't want to see the Bears spotlight because that was great. And it's on your birthday, which is fantastic. It was actually a great birthday present, not going to lie. I just want to say, so the Ravens are actually doing something pretty incredible right now. The Ravens are ridiculous. And I... I, I wish I would have got a picture of the stat when I was at Star Bar watching comedy last night, but essentially the Ravens are like the first team in NFL history to win their last four games by like a combined 100 points or something like that. Wow. Like it's crazy what they're doing. They're like on a historic run that's never been done before. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson has a huge part to do with that. So we might be looking at – you're, we might be talking about the eventual Super Bowl champions with the Yeah, I think so. Uh, right now, I think the Ravens are the best team in football. All right, quick question. Prime Mike Vick, or this is my, uh, now nah, there's nonsense. Prime Mike Vick or Lamar Jackson yesterday? Man, I, you know, I hate to say it, but I love Atlanta. I love the Falcons. We talked about Mike Vick as one of my favorite players of all time. But, dude, the way Lamar Jackson's playing right now, I mean, you have you would have to be foolish not to take him. 
I right. would think so, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, what's crazy is the one team that the Ravens, I guess they've lost maybe two games this year, at least one. Yeah. Uh, the one team that they lost to is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, which, which is turning out to be Fascinating. an awesome AFC championship so, girl. I know that um, – We'll just go through some quick hits real quick. NFL playoff pictures coming up. I was looking at the playoff picture yeah. yesterday. Bears the only still teams, alive. the only teams I see in the NFC that can really compete are like maybe the Vikings. I don't believe no, in them, but no, like the Seahawks, good. Seahawks and 49ers. That's all I see, and that's it, right? Because Packers are Packers are, for, are no, fake. They're, they're not real. Yeah. So there might have been a third team in there, but the 49ers and the Seahawks for yep. sure, right? In the AFC, you're looking at New England, Baltimore, Kansas City. And maybe like a third team or fourth team. But like, let's just do a quick okay. NFC East, uh, Philly and Cowboys garbage. Don't yeah. worry about them. I'm NFC not, North, Packers are are not real. Vikings aren't real. Their Bears aren't even in there. Uh, NFC oh Saints, Saints are oh, there. Yeah. Okay, Saints are real. Saints are real. So we're looking at the Saints, the 49ers, and the Seahawks, and the Ravens, Patriots, and Chiefs. I think as like your final three to six teams, four to six teams. Uh, coming down to and February. AFC North doesn't have anybody. AFC South. You know what? I'm gonna say, keep an eye out on the Texans. Texans could. I'm not saying they are right now because they look sketchy as shit, but they could make a run. Well, so um, to piggyback off that Thursday night game last week, since we talked about a lot of Thursday night this week. Yep. They flashed a stat that like the Colts and the Texans had the same record going into Thursday's game. And whoever wins that game, I guess, moves like six, five, and whatever, or seven, and whatever. So the the playoff chances of winning that game when you have that record on Thursday night, you go to like sixty to seventy percent. Yeah. Versus like losing, so the Texans are in that category of like sixty to seventy percent making the playoffs right now. So yeah, I mean, dark horse, I think for sure. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Anyway, yeah. we got a lot of cool. stuff left to go. But okay, so we're gonna go to predictions right now, right? Yeah. But before we do that, I want to say two quick things. Okay. One. Luka Doncic, it's fucking ridiculous. That's my one cuss word of the day. It's quoted. Yeah, we're he, allowed one. He's MVP. Done. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm happy you said it because I did want to say that for our NBA listeners and fans, we will devote more time to NBA once NBA comes uh, f- exclusively, and there's not a lot of football to talk about because Luka. we need to get multiple opinions on this Luca versus Trey thing. A Luca. All right. And the other thing I want to say is probably the coolest story I've heard today. Well, I've heard a lot of cool stories, but today is a pretty cool story I heard. The Deshaun Watson story. I don't know why I'm on Deshaun Watson today, but Deshaun Watson, um, he set an alarm for 2.01 a.m. when he got paid his first paycheck. NFL paycheck, just to see it go in to believe it. I like that. That's pretty awesome. So that tells me that the NFL is working on direct deposit. <laughs> so we're also kind of like NFL players. In ACH, bro. ACH. Yo, shout out. You know a lot about that. Yep, payroll, baby. All right, let's go to move on to predictions. All right. By the way, I still haven't tried this Lacuna beer. I'm going to call it Lacuna because I love the Braves. Lacuna Matata. Uh, all right. What a Nabil, wonderful you, be. You lead the predictions as always. All right. So first game, Bears versus Lions. So since Nather's not here, I will have to read off his predictions. Nather has 14-12 Bears. That's interesting. I have 20-10 to 10 Bears. So Bears are still disappointing me because they didn't get 30. I've got 20-17 to 17 Bears. 20-17 to 17 By the way, shout out Chicago. I still love you. I had a great time last weekend. All right. 
And the next one we got is New Orleans versus Atlanta. I will go first. I will go 24-17 New Orleans. Wow, it's going to be a close one, huh? Yeah. And uh, Nather has has 42-21 New Orleans. I can see that. I mean, I'm not too far behind Nather. I got 31-10 New Orleans. Okay, so I'm the only one who thinks Atlanta can actually put up a fight. Interesting. And uh, for this week, we're actually going to do two additional predictions. The first one we have is 49ers at Ravens. I have uh, Ravens 28-21. And Nader has 49ers 33-30. Asif? Uh, I got Ravens 24, 49ers 21. Uh, real quick, is this a Super Bowl preview? Oh, it is definitely a most definitely Super Bowl preview. And Kyle Shanahan will win the Super Bowl this year because he is the best play caller in the NFL. Okay, F that. One, two, two, two quick thoughts on that. When was the last time we saw a Super Bowl preview in the regular season? We'll have neither figured that out. Uh, I think it's happened recently. Hopefully when he's back next week. Um, two, is, uh, isn't it ironic that the last time that the Ravens and or the 49ers were in the Super Bowl, they were playing each other? Yep. Um, so, isn't it ironic? But no, no Harbaugh brother matchup this time. Yep. Because Jim Harbaugh should be the coach of the Falcons. We'll see, man. And then, all right, what's that final game? The final one is going to be Vikings at Seattle. I have Vikings. I'm sorry. I have Seattle 28-14. And what the hell? Nather has Seattle 28-14. He must be copying me. Yo, Aaron's going to hate us because I'm picking Seattle too. Oh, no. And that for those of you who are listening, Aaron from Monday Night Brewing, we just gave Seattle the kiss of death. Yes, we did. Uh, I got the Seahawks 24, Vikings 17. Did you notice that the first Saints-Falcons game, we all picked the Saints, and that's why the Falcons won? Yeah. I, yeah. So the Vikings are definitely winning that game on Monday. I think we all picked New Orleans as well, just for the record. Today? Yep. Hell yeah. I dig it. And then um, – Mark it down the books. Yeah, I think I was going to say something else, but I, I can't. You were going to say happy birthday to me again. Well, yeah, I was about to say, I can't remember. But, Nabil, it's your birthday. You take it away, my friend. It's my birthday, guys. Uh, so you should listen to the episode multiple, multiple, multiple times. And, um, oh, just so you know, predictions were brought to you today by Black Bear Tavern. Check out their industry night at Black Bear Tavern on Tuesdays where you can get booze and burgers. Oh, yeah. At Bears, Birds, and Brews on Instagram. Wish Nabil a happy birthday. Oh, I'm excited to watch Red Zone on Sunday. That's what I was going to say. Oh, Red Zone. Wish Nabil a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nabil. Thank you. We'll see you all next time.